Hi, this is Tony from Nico Cover Magazine. I'm speaking to Dan Hugo, the Chief Executive of Distribution at PSG Consult. Dan, we haven't spoken for a while, so it's very nice to make contact again. Hope you're very well. Yes, thank you, Tony. I think um, great speaking to you again. I think the last time we spoke was um, at our National Sun City Conference, um, and I think it's two years ago. So um, you know that's uh, so it's been quite a while, uh, even though we've been in con contact or looking at uh, you know reading the, the cover magazine. This is the first time we've had an opportunity to really you know speak again, um, and I suppose brought about by uncertain times or interesting times, you know, COVID nineteen. That's exactly, yeah. I mean, things change and it changes fast, you know, um, changes very fast. So, yeah, I mean, but amidst all of this, um, if you can maybe just to start off with, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, PSG's achievement in terms of the wealth management uh, um, environment um, that we recently heard about. We're very happy, very fortunate, uh, you know, that, you know, once again, we were, you know, voted Wealth Manager of the Year, uh, you know, large institutions, uh, second year in a row, um, as well as, you know, being nominated in, in all five of the, of, of the archetypes. Um, so we didn't, you know, win any of those uh, this year, but be, to be nominated uh, top five in all five, you know, it's something that, you know, we, we're very proud of. Um, but we also believe that, you know, it, it doesn't just happen. Uh, you know, it happens for a particular reason, and uh, and I think that's uh, that's something that you know we've been we've been uh, concentrating and really focusing on is um, is to get out to our clients and engage with our clients, irrespective of um, you know the situation that one typically is in. So, uh, as we spoke earlier on, I mean things have changed um, very fast. You received the awards, etc. Second year in a row, as you said, which means that. You know the, the consistency and the platforms are there and all of that sort of thing. So um, uh, coming down now to the the changes that has happened and the impact, um, and maybe then the first question from my side is: What are the challenges currently facing managers that wealth managers that you have to deal with? The pandemic has really highlighted, I think, you know, many challenges that uh, that the wealth manager you know would normally face. Um, in South Africa, you know, we've we've got, um, you know, we've I think we've got additional challenges to you know some of the developed parts of the world, um, but but typically, you know, what the wealth manager is is faced with, we you know we're part of a larger, greater economy, the economy of, of the world, but we are sitting in in South Africa, so you know we've got is a bit of an, an internal focus. Um, the South African economy is. Um, is is reliant on uh, on the rest of the world, but it's also reliant on um, you know on the political situation that we have, um, you know, policy, um, and together with you know policy policy which is created by by government, one um, you know one looks for for policy certainty, looking for political certainty, um, and that's you know we've we've been. Um, in the South African economy, we've 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 been having you know these challenges for 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 many years now. But the but but the pandemic's actually highlighted you know some of the the inconsistencies um, you know that 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 government just doesn't seem to you know really get uh, to grips with 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 implementing policy. There's a, there's a lot of planning which happens. Um, you know we believe actually very good plans uh, you know are are formulated. 
But the problem, you know, that we have is there seems to be, you know, the lack of political will to really implement. Um, you know, and we believe um, if 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 one can start implementing on some of these plans, you know, we, we'll 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 have uh, economic certainty, you know, policy certainty, um, and uh, and that'll go a long way to to for for advisors. You know, the challenge that they face is they have to face clients. Um, and in these uncertain times, you know, how do you actually engage with clients? What's the message that you that you send to your client, uh, that you convey to your client? Um, you know, that one's not as an advisor that that you that you're not limited, uh, you know, by your own biases. Um, and these biases are created by well, well, the media, what you read in the media. Um, you know, the media is just a channel, you know, to to share information. But you know, how are you actually dealing with that information? And how you help your client through that? So, um, so that's a big challenge. Would be easier in a, in a in a more stable economic um, environment. Um, the the other challenge is, um, you know, and, and it's going to remain. It's uh, it's always going to be how you actually engage with regulations. You know, regulations uh, are are in the in the financial services industry, and you know, particularly in in our advice area, um, you know, are coming through thick and fast. Um, you know, the regulators. Seems to be quite efficient at uh, at pushing through and and implementing you know regulations. So so how do you adapt to those um, those regulations? Now you know I don't want to you know highlight any particular regulation at this stage, but you know some of them um, or I think all regulations. I mean the the, the purpose is uh, to to create a better environment and a safer environment for for clients to you know engage with um, with with product providers and advisors. Um, and uh, you know, for, and so it's for the protection of those clients. Uh, I think the question is um, what that one can 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 always ask: you know, is it is it is it really to the benefit of the client? Um, you know, do we really have a look at what the cost benefits are, or the actual costs and the implications of it of it are? And um, and are advisors actually uh, do they have the ability to um, to face those challenges and actually adapt to uh, to those regulations? Uh, one cannot ignore regulation. I mean, it is there, so you need to implement. So, COVID now, you know, and 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 COVID, you know, uh, getting everybody to to have to isolate um, and operate from uh, from isolated, you know, whether it's you know from your home or home office, and you know, so it's suddenly a completely different environment faced by advisors, obviously faced by clients as well. So, so suddenly. Uh, you know we've had to adapt, um, and uh, and the wealth managers, advisors that have actually been able to adapt, uh, are I think are going to be the the benefactors of you know, of of a of of growing their practices. You know once uh, we move through this pandemic. Mm. Mm. So Dan, based on this, and obviously your experience from the past in terms of what. Um, sort of is required to have a world-class business. PSG now is a, is a, a, a very stable, um, strong uh, collective of advisors. From your perspective, what advice would you give to guys who are not necessarily um, linked to PSG and linked to a strong group that they can fall back on during times like this um, to, to be able to um, you know, achieve a high level of professionalism through all of this. Is it possible? And what would you recommend they look at doing? 
Yeah, let's start off. Uh, so we ended up with a couple of, you know, what what are the are the challenges? I, th I think an, another challenge that that advisors typically have is um, is is the actual bridging from you know where advice was many years ago. Um, when I talk about bridging, so I mean the the I think the majority of advisors today came via some other insurance company or potentially, you know, via the, the you know the, the bank advisory channel. So it's you know you either Sunlum or Liberty or Old Mutual or maybe a a, a Momentum rep, um, and uh, decided to you know to strike out on your own and um, and you know become either an independent advisor. But irrespective of whether you're an independent advisor or you know. A representative at, um, you know, at 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 the larger institution, you know, whether it's the insurance companies or you know, we've been very fortunate to grow our business to uh, 950 plus advisors now. Is is everybody when you were a rep, you were you were very much in a sales mode. So so it it wasn't so much about the advice. It was often more about you know selling selling a product. Um, so sales was very top of mind. Where we now that has changed. I mean, now we're in an advice environment, um, where, which is which is supported by you know some other product. So so you provide advice to a client, um, and uh, and you have to back that advice up by you know some other product from some other other product uh, provider. The bridge between sales and, and advice. Um, I, th I think that that is where you know many advisors actually you know f find it a bit of a challenge, because once you move into an advice type of space, you know, you're actually running a practice, you're running a business. Now, you know many guys would probably might want to disagree with me at the moment, but but that transition from just being a sales or an agent into actually running a business um, is 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 quite challenging and. And my, my my advice at this stage to to any advisor out there is you have to bridge that gap, and you have to run your business like a business. I mean, there there are just a couple of basics which um, which any business you know has to has to, has to implement. Um, first of all, you have to have a decent office you know that you operate from or premises you know that you operate from. Uh, you know those days from. You know, operating from home or uh, you know, small sort of office setup uh, that your 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 employer maybe provided for you. I think those those days are gone. You know, clients expect to to be um, if if you charging them a fee and an advice fee. You know, I think clients also expect you to to operate in a in a professional manner. And uh, and operating in a professional manner. Is, you know, says that you know, your, your, the basics are in place, which is uh, which is a first of all a decent office. You know that um, that speaks to uh, and reflects. You know, you and a, a, as an advisor, it reflects your values, and those are the values that you that you typically um, offer your offer your client. And I think many many advisors actually struggle with that. Uh, you know, they're still moving and running from you know earning the fees for this month is what uh, is is what's is what they live off, you know. Instead of you know the fees going into the business and uh, and the business has certain obligations, you know, there's staff that need to be paid, there's overheads that need to be paid. Uh, the advisor needs to draw a salary, um, and then there needs to be surplus, you know, that remains for uh, for good times, 
uh, and more more often for for bad times and to actually fund the growth of your business um, and uh, and I find that, you know that, that that often is not the case and you cannot be professional if you don't put those basics um, those basics in place so so it's 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 the basics then secondly um, one has to adopt uh, technology. Uh, now we were very fortunate, you know, as, as PSG Consult, you know, with and once again to go back to the pandemic thing, you know, the fact that we've been um, adopters of uh, of technology for for many years now, and you know, have been, you know, utilizing you know systems that uh, are you know, one can get off the shelf uh, or for some of the product providers. You know, we've also been developing some proprietary um, you know systems and processes. So so we've been very fortunate that you know, this whole Digitization of uh, of our um, of advice and uh, and our practice. Uh, the fact that we've been doing it for many years, you know, we've actually found that having to move out of central offices into remote environments um, was very easy for us. I mean, we we literally did it in a couple of days, and uh, and uh, and you know, the business you know just kept on kept on operating. So uh, so you have to adopt technology. There's just uh, there's just no way of getting away from that. Perfect. Yeah, I I think I've I've seen from all my discussions um, with different people in different environments, like yourself, in the in the bigger established PSG as well as the single guys, etc. Most of them have said that you know they, for them it's about focusing on establishing a business that is run running efficiently. And then incorporating all their financial skills um, into into those. So it seems like a universal challenge um, is how do you build a business? The difference between the you know, more successful and less successful individuals is 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 actually implementing uh, on that strategy. There are one or two other challenges as well. I mean, we're going to get. Um, I mean, lockdown, uh, working remotely, as uh, as obviously indicated to, to to many individuals, many practices out there, that there is probably a different way to 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 run your practice. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see how that actually plays out. You know, is it? You know, we say you have to have an office, you have to sit in an office, you have to have the infrastructure, but um, that's probably going to look a little bit different after the pandemic uh, because it's you know the ones that have adapted. Well, to and uh, and utilize technology can can probably operate a little bit differently, but I still don't. We still believe that you know an office and infrastructure uh, is to to be professional. It has to stay in place. Um, and and then in the South African context, um, you know, we have to we have if we look at the advisor industry, um, and I mean, you look at our conference, and um, I think many conferences that that you've attended, and you look at the attendees. Um, you know, we, we're not reflecting the demographics of the country yet. I mean, so, you know, advisors are typically were male, uh, you know, white and male previous years. Uh, at least, you know, we've got, there are many women that have joined the industry very successfully, but we still haven't really transformed to represent the demographics of the industry. You know? so, so transformation, uh, Tony, is something which, you know, we as industry, uh, and I'm talking about advisors now, is, uh, you know, we're also going to have to do our bit to, um to help with transformation, that's a big challenge. Yeah, well, I'm sure that we we um, will definitely get there, dealing with COVID, getting through it. Um, yeah, I mean, but this um, discussion opened up 
few thoughts for me, so I'll probably be contacting you soon again to um, discuss one or two of those uh, challenges broader and looking at how um, you, uh, from a PSG-specific perspective, have tackled those challenges. But thank you very much um, for your input, Dan. It was great talking to you again. And hopefully it doesn't take me that long to get hold of you again. No, please do. Um, and with technology, what it is now, it, it's actually easier. So, um, you know, we're not traveling so much anymore. We, you know, we're sitting and, and, uh, and engaging more with people. So I think that's the benefit of, uh, of this technology. It gives you an opportunity to engage. So looking forward to talking to you again, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Have a nice day.